Blog Talk Radio. of The Mystical Matchmaker. I am your host, Marla Martinson, professional matchmaker, dating coach, energy healer, and the author of many books, including the spiritual memoir, The Buddha Made Me Do It, A Field Guide to Enlightenment. And my book ties in perfectly today into our topic, which is called If the Buddha Fell in Love. So as a special thank you to all my listeners, if you purchase any of my books from Amazon, just email me a copy of your proof of purchase, and you'll receive an angel reading from me as a gift, a free angel reading. And my contact info and books are all on my website, www.marlamartinson.com, and that's in the show notes. And if you like this podcast, please rate it and review it on iTunes. It helps others find the show. And uh, a lot of people are going to be helped with with this show today. Um, If the Buddha fell in love, we're going to learn to experience the deepest connection with a lover. So, you know, who doesn't want to do that? For those of us who want to experience the deepest connection with a lover, we'll be talking about the Buddhist perspective of how to create the deepest love, to love more, not less. So my special guest today is, one of my regular guests and my favorite guest, Susan Allen, who's created the Heart Space Solutions. Uh, so you can learn how to create the most loving, intimate relationship possible. Susan's amazing. I've done coaching with her, and so has a lot of my friends and clients. And let me tell you, when you do what Susan says, you get results. So she's developed unique tools and skills. And whether you, you, you learn, need to learn more about dating, marriage, reconciliation, or even divorce, she can help you. And she gives, this is great because you know how I give my free angel reading? Well, Susan offers a complimentary, that means free, one-hour private telephone session with her. And then if you want to go on to work with her, that's great. If you don't, that's fine too. And she'll tell you how to, how to contact her about that. So I'm going to just bring her on right now. Hey, Susan. Hi. Hi there. Great to have you with us on this Memorial Day weekend. Um, Fabulous. So excited. Halfway halfway through the year already almost, and so people better get their skills down if they don't want to spend another uh, New Year's Eve alone, and then uh, Valentine's (laughs) coming up again. Right, another miserable, lonely holiday. Right, exactly. Oh, you know, everybody, they do. They say, I don't want to spend another holiday alone or, you know, New Year's Eve, so... So today we're talking about the Buddhist uh, Buddhist um, spin on it. Now you had found an article by Thich Nhat 
Han, I think I'm saying that right, that a renowned enlightened master, uh, uh, the Buddhist about loving more and doing it by letting go. I love that. I'm always trying to let, let go. I think it's a great way to not put everything on it. Can you tell, tell us about that article and, and uh, about that author? Yes, and it's actually Thich Nhat Hanh, and he is Tick. extraordinary. Okay, <laughs> Got it. I yeah, know. He's, I've seen he's, him in interviews. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, he's, 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 he lives in a state of non-duality most of the time. Some of us mm-hmm. go in and out once in a while. That's about mm-hmm. the level I'm at. And he's there, you know, a great deal of the time. And what is so remarkable about this article, what is so remarkable about this deep understanding is that it's the opposite of the way Westerners are taught to think and act. So, for example... Mm-hmm. People believe that letting go, when they hear that, you know, we're meditators, maybe we practice yoga, letting go means not letting yourself get crazy about something Mm -hmm. that's going on at home or at your office, whatever. But in fact, that usually, when people that are working with me talk about that, they usually mean they're detached, they're Mm -hmm. aloof, they're emotionally disconnected. And what we're talking about here is the opposite. So if you're in an intimate relationship and you feel triggered by something that your partner does or doesn't do, by something your partner says or doesn't say, instead of disconnecting to try to protect yourself, we are saying the opposite here. Become deeply immersed in what your partner is saying. Become deeply immersed in his or her needs that are not being met. Deeply understand the difference between the two of you so that you can bridge the gap. You can't expect that other person to know how to do it. We have to learn. We have to have that capability. Yes. And, and uh, that, that's, I mean, that's such a great point. Um, I mean, I've been working on that now so for like a month and a half not one argument with the hubby I've been detaching but Brilliant. listening and there and, and grounded and Brilliant. I can't believe it because it's taken me you know I'm not <laughs> that young so <laughs> it always works well, better late it than always never, works right? it always works so yeah. this article yeah. so you had told me when we were speaking before that it's about letting go but it also talks about loving more than you've ever loved before and doesn't that make yeah. your brain kind of start to smoke <laughs> so it's like two opposite <laughs> ideas it's like two, how how explain that the first aspect of true love according to the buddha is called maitri m a i t r i and it is the intention to offer a capacity of joy and happiness to that person. And the way to develop that ability, because most people don't even have the ability to do that. They're not living in the joy and happiness that you and I live in, Marla. You know? Yeah. So yeah. for them, when they haven't gotten to that level themselves, they have to develop it within themselves first. They have to practice really looking deeply into who their partner is. What is that partner all about? And learning how to express that in the deepest, most loving, and absolutely non-demanding way. 
non-demanding. Right. How's that for a new concept? Because in the West, right. we, you know, though I teach nonviolent uh, communication, which is about being non-demanding, is based on Buddhism to a, yeah. a large degree. But for most people, they think it's appropriate to say, I want this, and then their partner mm-hmm. says, no, but I want that. And then they mm-hmm. start either falling apart as a couple or fighting. Yeah. And there's a deep misunderstanding that it's about love and respect and joy and compassion. Yeah. And I hear, I mean, women as a matchmaker too, it's like, it's kind of like, well, what's in it for me? What, what am I yes. going to get out of it? How much money does yes. he have? What's he going to provide me? What's he going to do? What's yes. he going to, and, um, you know, I see these, these, uh, the women single for many years. <laughs> <laughs> when it's forever, all one hopes. Yeah, they they right. need to be single forever until they wake up because that thinking is the opposite of couple thinking. Right. It's the opposite. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what about relationships where the woman wants to get married or when she's looking for a husband, how does letting go and loving more affect this? Going in there, you know. So this is so brilliant. When a woman has a schedule, that's when she gets into trouble. When she has a goal, that's fine. If she has a goal, then she needs to have the skills that I teach to find a partner who has a similar or identical goal. And together, they work on the timing for a baby They work on the Mm -hmm. timing for marriage. They work on the timing for starting a business, buying a house, whatever it is. Couples together do that. And I have a, you know, a list of the 19 domains of a successful marriage. So they Uh work on these things together. It's not that one dictates to the other. However, if you have a deadline and if that deadline doesn't get met, then you are pulling your love away, not looking for your partner to come up with a other concept, a co-created cooperative solution. But if mm-hmm. you have that my way or the highway mentality, oh, I'm 32 and I have to have a baby by the time I'm 33. And Bob, if mm-hmm. you don't get over here tonight by midnight, you're out. You know, that you get yeah. a lot of men who have to deal with this. They hear this kind of stuff. So that is never love. That's never love. That's always me, me, me. And it's great if you hear a woman or a man talking in that me, me, me way, then you know this Mm -hmm. is not someone ready to be a partner. Can't be. Well, I, yeah, I had a, this reminds me of a gal that I, I know and uh, we were speaking, this was a few years ago, and uh, it, it was like I called to wish her a happy new year. And she says, well, I am going to get married this year. And, um, you know, I said, oh, are you dating someone? No, but that's my goal. I'm getting married this year. <laughs> and, and, she, and she would actually tell the guys, because she was dating on Match.com and stuff, and tell them, you know, I'm getting married this year. And, of course, you know, the guys are running away the other direction. So that is life all about me. I'm that's my goal and That's exactly what I just that, described, yeah. Right. Exactly. 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 So someone who's asleep instead of awake, 
someone who's unconscious instead of conscious, someone who's not awakened yet to what is love, what is sharing, what is Mm -hmm. co-creation. Right. No matter how beautiful that person is, that is not your partner. And that that, that detachment, letting someone be. So for me, I had to, I would... As you would, you told me, you bicker, you bickered, because I'd have to kind of try to defend myself when, when my hubby would. But letting that person just not having to uh, defend yourself or say you're right or or get into anything, it's just like relaxing and kind of detaching, letting them just be them, and even if you don't mm-hmm. agree. I've noticed that yes. that has been just like golden, golden that detachment yeah. there. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yes, so, and anyone yeah. who's listening uh-huh. to this who has that problem at home that Marla used to have, you really want to talk to me. If you have a problem that there's bickering going on in your home, if there's fighting going on in your home, the cost to both of you in terms of longevity is frightening. If you understand this cost, please take the opportunity to have a free session. Yes, and uh, what's your phone number for everybody, Susan? Thank you. 818 Three one four twelve hundred, eight one eight three one four twelve hundred. So just call Susan and she will get back to you if she doesn't pick up and um, have a, have a session with her. Yeah, because I mean it did take me you know quite a while working with that was just me because I'm a I'm a slow learner. <laughs> but I had to get. But it does work if you do it. And sometimes you know you might fall back into your old patterns because I had them for so long. But I they're finally. You know, getting getting uh, ingrained there, it's really worked. So, so Susan Fabulous. is a genius. Okay. <laughs> Thank so, you, Susan, dear. there are four forms of complete detachment, which I know aren't about detachment in the way we normally think. But what is what? Can you explain what it is not? The four forms. Yes, and we've all done some or all of these. This I I remember these myself. Okay. So when we think about detachment in the West, we think of, you know, holing up in a cave to protect ourselves, even if it's a man cave, ignoring everyone who's broken our heart. So, you know, I have people who say to me, you know, I lost his phone number, I unfriended him, all that drama. Then Mm -hmm. there's ignoring lust. So you feel Mm -hmm. horny, you feel Mm -hmm. hot, but God forbid you're going to dip your toe into that pool again and get burned again. And then the fourth is just avoiding romance, just avoiding Mm -hmm. it. You see a guy, he sees you, and you just turn and walk the other way because it's just too scary and too painful. Now, you can do that as I did in order Mm -hmm. to do some very deep work on myself. Mm Mm-hmm. But you can't do it unconsciously thinking you're going to protect yourself. It doesn't work. So there's a good news and bad news. The good news is I walked away from the playing field to do some very deep work on myself for a long time. And the results are quite extraordinary. The things that I hadn't been able to turn the corner on, I've turned the corner on. Quite remarkable. So I'm now, you know, I'm having... Uh, so many different awarenesses, and I'm so able now to stay in the state most of the time. You know, most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. a human being living in a body, as is everybody else. Yeah. And right. yet this is a level of consciousness. 
yeah, that self-work work is so important. And, and uh, what I love about women is we are willing to do the work, whereas men often I see them, you know. Don't their say that. Wife is, Don't say well, that. Well, what I see that's often not they true. Be, yeah, well. No, I, I mean, that's I, I, not over true. I had them come in and they've just gotten a divorce and they want to jump back in, whereas a woman will say, I'm going to take a year off and heal myself and work on myself. So, But know, remember, I, I think Marla, but remember. Yeah. You're you're a matchmaker. So the men right. you met were the guys who were like that. The guys. But you That's don't right. want to project right. that out onto your audience because, in fact, right. my experience is totally different. Some people okay, who good. come to me to transform are men. Some people who come mm-hmm. to me to transform are women. The common mm-hmm. denominator is that the ones who are open to personal transformation have a visionary brain. That's the upper right right part of your brain. They have a visionary brain. They may understand ESP. They may understand psychic Mm -hmm. phenomena. They may have had experiences of the divine or Jesus as I have had, you know, but it's the Mm -hmm. visionary brain. They may be meditators, Mm -hmm. yoga people. So it it is not like colorblindness. It's important that everyone knows Mm -hmm. that. It is not a sex-linked characteristic. All right. John That's Gray was know. wrong. Yeah. John uh-huh. Gray made oh. it up. He's wrong. The women from Mars, men from Venus, That's not. you don't agree with that? Men are, uh, well, his book is Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus, and he's wrong. He made right. it up. It was a good marketing uh-huh. ploy, but it's not true. Okay. Important right. to know, everybody. Yeah, important to know. All right. So See, I always say things that are going to be surprising and shocking to people. There yeah, it is surprising because the, the male, the way the guys, uh, you know, he talks about the way the guys think and the women think, the brain. He does a lot of brain stuff, talks a lot about the brain stuff. But, he's, but you know, this was written a long time ago, and right. the brain work I do is current. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like 30 years ago that he wrote when he wrote that book. So... Okay, um, talking about the brain, how can letting go mean diving in? Are, so is the brain going crazy <laughs> with these op- opposite ideas? Go, letting go but diving in. Well, you know, we tend to think, oh, you know, Jimmy should love me more. Yeah. You know, Jimmy should love me more, Bobby should love me more, Jane should love me more, all of that, right? right. Flip it around. I should love Jimmy more. Oh, yeah. I, if I'm a guy, you know, or if I'm, uh-huh. you know, lesbian, I should love Jane more. Uh-huh. So loving more has never been my problem. You know, never been my problem. Yeah. I've always been very, very capable, like you, Marla. The challenge <laughs> is making sure that enough of our own needs are met in the relationship with that particular partner. Yeah. But that's not, you know, the way we are wired, you and I, is different from the way a lot of people are wired. So this advice, this question, this answer is not for you and me, Marla. It's for other people. Because mm-hmm. you and I are always right. looking to how can we make life more wonderful for the person we love or the people we love. And that's yeah. what this question is about. Letting go, diving in, loving more completely. But that means really looking at what that person needs. It doesn't mean what it might look like it means. 
the more attention you pay to your lover, the more attention mm-hmm. you pay to your beloved, you're going to become more successful, whatever that means. Right. Yeah, that makes total sense. In Maitri, M-A-I-T-R-Y, it is this deep understanding of what your beloved needs. Not what you want to give, not even what they say they want. And this is so exquisite. This is so exciting because to deeply understand someone is the great joy for me. Mm -hmm. So to deeply understand the man that I've involved with who writes me actual letters and mails them, and Mm -hmm. I can read and reread what he's saying, and have a deeper or even completely different understanding in the second read than I might have been able to glean the first time around. To be able to deeply understand someone in that way, to be able to express oneself and share oneself in a deeply intimate and honest format, which is writing, you know, you're a writer and I'm a writer, Mm -hmm. and speaking, even today when, you know, obviously you and I knew our topic, but speaking, it's right off the cuff, it's fast, you've got 10 seconds to get your idea out. To deeply understand your partner, if he's on the phone or she's on the phone, take notes and review them. If you're getting Mm -hmm. emails and sending emails, review them. To deeply understand this aspect of love, You have to see what's real for that person so that what you give doesn't cause unhappiness. And this is a completely different way of looking at love, isn't it? Well, it is. And I just, you know, I thought, think about even we can use that with reacting to clients or friends because so many times I'll send a, I'll send an email or a text, you know, and then they'll ask me a question that that was in the text. It's like if they, but they didn't read yes. it. They just skimmed. Yes. So they're not That's even, right. people aren't giving attention to, you know, anybody right. really. It's, everything's going so fast. Like, oh, well, what does he, what does he do for a living? Well, it's right there in the bio, you know, what right. is, right. the questions are one gal went out with a guy. I texted her his photo and bio. She said, yes. And then she got mad at me because he was bald. She says, I told you, no bald guys. I said, but I sent you the photo, and you said yes. And she goes, I never got it. I said, yes, it's there. She probably didn't even scroll up. So so it's t- taking that, just we've got to slow down. Our brains are like on, you know, high speed. And um, that attention but to I, the person. Marla, right? I'm, but I'm actually speaking to you guys in a different way, which is okay. that what is under the words. Yes. Yes, you read the words. Yes, you yeah. understand your lover. Yeah. What is under those words? This is the deepest form of love that we're talking about today. So all right. that superficiality, just jump it out the window. Today we're talking yeah. about deepest love. Right. Well, to, yeah, to get to it, you've got to pay attention in the first place. <laughs> but the, yes, Liz... 
really like I love what you're saying, how you, you pay attention, you listen, you find out what, what's underneath. It's, yes, that's, uh, exactly. Powerful. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so does, what does it mean then to deeply observe what makes someone happy? Is it, it's, is it those, the needs list that you teach? Because you have a list. Yes, that's exactly true. Humans have similar needs. The difference is prioritization. So for some person, respect may be number one. Mm-hmm. For another, intimate emotional connection may be number one. For another, passionate sexual experience may be number one. For another, peace, just to be left in peace, may be number mm-hmm. one. For another, financial success and reputation may be number one. For another, the family unit and the family environment may be number one. For another, making a difference in the world, contributing to others may be number one. Now, most people are going to have those basic needs, and there are more. I just pulled a couple of them off Mm -hmm. the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But most people are going to have those needs, and your needs may change in, in time. So I was busy, busy, busy making a difference, contributing. That's all I was thinking about. This company that I started is all about making a difference, contributing. I wasn't thinking about my own emotional, sexual needs. And then suddenly, for a couple of reasons, but still amazingly, unexpectedly, I received a connection from somebody, and boom, did I veer quickly (laughs) onto a turnoff of that freeway, you know? Yes. And yes. suddenly yes. deeply immersed in the question of what is love? What is intimacy? Right. What is joy? What is bliss? What is partnership? So at different times you're going to have different needs. The reason you have to be aware of this is because don't make assumptions about your beloved. Don't mm-hmm. dare make assumptions because mm-hmm. it can be a very costly experiment, you know? Right. right. You need to understand this. Beautiful. Well, Susan, we are coming to the end already of the pod. We are going to do a part two and continue this conversation next week. So Lovely. Tune into that. And, and Susan, where can uh, – now, the, Susan's info is in the show notes. Um, you can connect with her on www.heartspacesolutions.com. And uh, – get a free session with Susan and go to my website, marlamartinson.com, and under Work With Me, there's something that says free training. And Susan and I did a fabulous uh, training in studio, a whole hour um, of tips and valuable information on how to marry a billionaire. Uh, we called it that, but it's, you could just meet a great guy. It doesn't have to be a billionaire, but it is jam-packed with, with fabulous um, info and tips for you, and it's free. So go and and check that out, and then you also not only get that free, but you get a, a session with Susan for free. And uh, thank you so much, Susan. This was just a fab- fascinating deep dive into into relationships. I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you know, we only do deep dives, you and I. That's it. That's our That's middle right. name. Deep diving. All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) And until next time, much love. Bye now.